With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. We got a great show coming up for you. You know and love this sport from your picnics and your tailgates, but cornhole has just been taken to a new level. Not only will you be able to watch it on CBS Sports, but now you can bet on the events through a deal with DraftKings. We're going to hear all about this fast-growing sport from the guy who made the deals. Coming up, I'm going to be talking with the founder and commissioner of the American Cornhole League, Stacy Moore. He's going to tell us what we can expect from this sport in the future and how you can actually place a bet on it through DraftKings. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. No matter what kind of car you drive, we have an insurance policy that's right for you. Need to insure your family minivan? We've got you covered. Need insurance for that new sports car you finally got? We've got you covered. Have an old beater that just won't quit? We've got you covered. Or maybe you hit the lottery and want to insure all your new cars? We've got you covered. Call Auto Insurance for Less to find out how much you can save right now. All it takes is just one call. Answer a few questions, and before you know it, we've, we've got, got you covered. covered. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. Auto Insurance. You want it, you need it, and we've got it. Call Auto Insurance for less to find out how much you can save today. Better coverage at a better price is just a phone call away. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. 
Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Chop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. You've played this game at picnics and tailgates, but Cornhole has been taken to a new level. Through its media deals and even a deal with DraftKings, which will allow you to bet on the sport, Cornhole is welcoming legions of new fans. And to tell us all about this fast-growing sport, we have the founder and commissioner of the American Cornhole League, Stacy Moore, on the line. Stacy, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you having me. I'm looking forward to uh, chatting about Cornhole. I, I'm looking forward to it, too, because one of those new fans is myself, because I have loved watching it on TV. But for people who aren't familiar with the American Cornhole League, can you tell us something about it? Yeah, so uh, I started out on a journey to uh, make Cornhole a professional sport just over five years ago. Uh, in addition to that, we also wanted to organize the sport for all ages and all skill levels in a better way than it was currently being done. So. We started out by uh, creating our own software, setting up a structure for leagues for anyone to play and anyone can win uh, was our tagline. And um, we just set out to, to do a lot of organized cornhole all, all over the United States. And uh, we've grown to where we have well over 450 directors out there running events for us all over the country. So... Uh, obviously, a lot of people know us as the professional sport that they see on on ESPN and seem to be on CBS. Mm-hmm. And um, but again, we've got we've got leagues going on for all ages and all skill levels all across the country. How did you personally start with cornhole? I mean, were you at a barbecue and a or a backyard picnic picnic and think, you know what? This is such a great game. This can be organized, and it, it could be fun for a lot of people. How did your interest in cornhole evolve into the American Cornhole League? Yeah, so very. I mean, very similar to how our players got started, either either at a barbecue or a tailgate. Mine started at a tailgate at uh, NC State games. I'm third generation Wolfpack, <laughs> and uh, would tailgate with my family before football games, and uh, got introduced to it as a tailgating game, like most people. And then as we started doing some uh, sponsor activations with a variety of cornhole games, I just saw people playing cornhole a lot more intensely than these other tailgating games. And I was wondering why that was and started talking to some of the players and realized that, hey, tournaments were being formed. These guys are wanting to play for cash. They're practicing, you know, hours a week. They want to go out to local bars and play during the week. And, uh, so I watched it for about two years, talked to a lot of the competitive players, and became convinced that it could be a legitimate sport. Now, as I said, I've been watching a lot of it on TV, and I, I just I'm I really love it. I, I can't get enough of it. I think, and I want to ask you about a big media deal that you did. You signed a deal with CBS Sports. Can you tell us something about that? Yeah, so we're doing a uh, we're calling it the ACL Pro Shootout Series. Um, and it's a it's a different format than than what we have on ESPN. It's eight qualifying events plus a championship event. So we have uh, pro women's singles, uh, pro men's singles, and then we have doubles that that is a uh, gender neutral division. So we have men and women competing um, in the doubles, and basically you have to win a qualifier to get into the championship event. 
So again, there's eight qualifiers, and then there'll be one championship event in the middle of September to crown our overall pro shootout champions for the season. Uh, it's a round limit format, so it's not the traditional play to 21. Um, so it's pretty intense. So, you know, the score could be, uh, you know, six to five after, after 10 rounds and the game's over. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a single elimination format too. So it's, uh, it's going to be super intense and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. When I was watching it on TV, something about cornhole really drew me in, and I, I'm sure CBS saw that quality in the sport. What do you think the attraction is, and what makes cornhole so interesting to fans who are watching it? Yeah, I think a lot of people, they start to tune in, and, and they can relate to it because they picked up a bag and, and thrown the bag at a tailgate, and then they sit there and they watch these people, and they're like, wait, I, I can't do that with the back <laughs> yeah. when I throw it, uh, right? And so we're like, or there's some people that say, oh, I, I think I could do that. I think I can compete with these guys. Either way, uh, you know, I think they kind of get sucked in and, uh, and interested in it. And because we're able to play uh, multiple rounds, so typically we'll play like a semifinals and finals during a, a two-hour broadcast, you know, we're able to build that storyline through the broadcast, the uh, – the fans start to get to know the players a little bit, and and they start, you know, picking out someone they, that they want to cheer for or someone that they want to root against, and uh, and so I think that we've done a good job uh, from a television standpoint of of kind of sucking people in with with some storylines, and we want to continue to prove on that. We want to continue to promote our pro players so that uh, fans can get to know these people better and uh, and eventually start gambling on them. <laughs> Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Tax Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that provide tax services. Money matters. If you owe thousands in back taxes to the IRS, how much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I paid less than I owe. That's right. Money matters. So call Tax Solutions Now and get the IRS off your back. Since 2014, Tax Solutions Now has been a leader in the tax resolution industries. Remove wage garnishments, property liens, fines, and penalties. Qualify for the Fresh Start program or even uncollectible status. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I owed the IRS over $10,000. I paid a fraction of what I owed. Call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes. I called Tax Solutions Now and got the IRS off my back. Thanks. You saved us a ton of money. Money matters. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? Call now and find out. Call 800-683-7377. 800-683-7377. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on your money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you. 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Chop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the founder and commissioner of the American Cornhole League, Stacy Moore. I got to tell you, Stacy, I was channel surfing and I came across it and I stopped and I was like, oh my God, what is this? This is amazing. I, I, I loved it. I mean, and I think I saw it on ESPN. I mean, will ESPN still carry some of the events in the future or is it all moving to CBS Sports? Yeah, no. So ESPN, we have our, that's our world championship series. Okay. So if you equate that to, like golf or tennis that has, you know, four major events a, a season and then like some type of championship event. Our world championships are with ESPN and that's our traditional play to 21, uh, gender neutral singles and doubles for our pro division. Um, but that was what we do on ESPN. So, uh, it's basically two different tours. Uh, so we have our ESPN tour and we have our CBS tour and they're different formats, different types of gameplay. Uh, the ESPN is a points, it's a season long basically year-long point season format. Uh, so our pro players are accumulating points to go into the championship versus the CBS being a, uh, a qualifier, almost like a sudden death type feel to it. Um, you know, so just, like I said, two different structures, but still a lot of fun. Both of them are. Now you mentioned uh, now people can bet on the events. I mean, one of the major deals that you signed recently was a partnership with DraftKings where people can actually bet on some of the events you were talking about. Tell us something about the deal with DraftKings and what can fans expect from that relationship? Yeah, so uh, we were super pleased to announce our official uh, sports betting partner with DraftKings here going into into this season so that they could start creating um, lines around around our sport. So we've gone through the process and, and been approved by, by several states, and so people can't actually go out and uh, and gamble on our events. Um, typical to similar to how people would wager on golf or, or tennis, where people can place wagers on the overall winner of our singles and doubles events. Um, they can they can go out and do that. So uh, DraftKings also offers some free to play pools for people. So we always post a couple of free-to-play pools going into our events that uh, that people can have fun with and, and, and win some free money from DraftKings. You know, one thing I watched was um, a DraftKings pregame show. I think it was before your yeah. event in Wichita, Kansas. Can we expect more content like that from <laughs> DraftKings in the future? Yeah, yeah. We actually do, uh, around our ESPN events, we're doing uh, a dedicated uh, telecast for DraftKings, in addition to that kind of pregame show, that teaser show where you get to hear from from Trey Ryder and Sean Latham, twenty dollars chef, and you get some insight on the players. And uh, and you know, if you're not familiar with all the players, it gives you some good insight. And they have their picks on on who they think they're going to win. And uh, and after the first two shows, they've been pretty accurate with their analysis. So I would encourage people to to, to follow Trey Ryder and and Sean Latham if if they're interested in and gambling on Cornhole. I, I'm glad you brought that up because sports betting is new to a lot of people around this country, and certainly betting on Cornhole is a new thing for a lot of people. Is one of the challenges is educating people about the players and the rules so we know how to bet on the sport? Yeah, yeah. So we're investing a lot, and, and we'll be rolling out a lot of new features 
for people to be able to have better access to the stats around our sport, get to know what those stats exactly mean, uh, be able to, to show people trends on our players and follow along live. So, uh, you know, one of the unique things about cornhole versus say, say a tennis where you may have, you know, a day or two, you know, a tournament may play out over two weeks, right? The U S open mm-hmm. would play out over, over two weeks for tennis. Right. We do all that in two days. <laughs> so, okay. so uh, you know, and we have, you know, we'll have 64 matches going on um, at one time. And we have a massive scoreboard where people can follow the scores live on what's going on on each one of the courts with each one of the players. And so um, it can be pretty intense. And uh, but we have to do, uh, you know, make improvements in, in how we're communicating all that information to our fans. And we want to arm them with as much information as possible so that uh, they can have fun wagering on our sport, playing fantasy, or just following along uh, on one of our digital or, or national linear television broadcasts. Now, sports betting rules are different in every state. I mean, right now, which states can I place a bet on cornhole? So uh, that's an evolving list. Okay. <laughs> so I believe it's uh, New Jersey is one of the biggest ones. Um, I think we just got Pennsylvania. Um, and then uh, Colorado and uh, Indiana, I believe. So they're they're rolling out now. By by the way, that question was purely selfish because I'm sitting in in New Jersey and I want to make sure I can bet on. <laughs> I want to make sure I can bet on uh, uh, cornhole. I mean, do you plan on offering it in other states as well? Is this a continuing list? It's uh, be rolled out soon. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where, I mean, DraftKings has been great support for us, getting us legalized in the different states. You know, as you go through this process, you know, as a niche sport and a sport that a lot of gaming commissions, you know, might not be immediately familiar with, Yeah, you know, each state has their own process for approval. Um, and we've gotten great support from DraftKings and helping us navigate through all that. It's certainly been a learning experience uh, for me. Um, so, uh and we're just, yeah, hopefully we want to – anywhere where there's sports betting, we want to be legalized in that state. So we're, we're, we're aggressively moving towards that goal so that hopefully by our world championships in August, any state that has legal sports betting, you'll be able to bet on cornhole. Now, you mentioned DraftKings is offering free-to-play games with regard to cornhole. Can you tell us something about that? Because I think these are a great thing for people to get used to betting on cornhole and learn to bet on cornhole. Tell us something about the free-to-play games. Yeah, the free-to-play games, usually it's about, it's, it's like 10 questions, and it's things like, you know, who do you think is going gonna, is gonna to win more games during the event, Matt Guy or, or Jamie Graham? Or, or how many players are going to have over a 10 points per round average? And, and you get multiple choice questions around that. So um, it's something that you can participate and play, even if you don't know anything about cornhole. Uh, it's good that you can you can make some choices in these free to play pools, and then you can follow on the action to 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 see how your picks come out as our as our event unfolds. You know, one of the things that people say about sports betting is that it's great for fan engagement and a way for people to get more involved with the sport. What are you hoping for the sport of cornhole with this deal with DraftKings? Yeah, I'm a big believer in, in that, and so it's been you know since I was on a mission to to make cornhole a professional sport, I knew that that having legalized gambling on our sport was going to be key for our growth and to develop, uh, I'll say that next tier of fans or that next tier of fan base. 
So we've obviously done a fantastic job of of developing some really hardcore cornhole fans. Uh, but you know, a lot of the sports gamblers are casual fans of a lot of sports. And, uh, you know, that's where a big fan base is, obviously, for the NFL and, and other major sports that uh, may not want to openly admit how important sports gambling is to them. <laughs> but I'm willing to admit it. Sports gambling is really important to us and I believe is going to be a, a critical component uh, in the growth of our casual fan base going forward. Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready, and health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of April 19th, 2021. New Jersey gambling regulators reported an 80% drop in profits for Atlantic City casinos due to the coronavirus last year. Gross profits for the casinos in 2020 amounted to $117.5 million, falling nearly $594 million from the prior year. Atlantic City casinos closed between March and July last year, reopening at only 25% capacity over the following months. Two riverboat casinos in the Midwest have sued scientific games alleging fraud and antitrust violations. DraftKings at Casino Queen and the Casino Queen Marquette both allege that Scientific Games, owners of the Shuffle Master, fraudulently created a monopoly through sham lawsuits against competitors to control the market of automated card shufflers. According to reports, the value of the market for automated card shufflers is about $100 million per year. And finally, the World Poker Tour has entered the non-fungible token business. The WPT announced a partnership with Theta Labs to create the world's first real-time NFT marketplace. Fans of the World Poker Tour can now visit wpt.thetadrop.com to purchase or bid on via auction NFTs depicting legendary moments from the World Poker Tour. Sounds like a fun thing to check out. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HFC Radio. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. The Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Drink smart with morning recovery, sleep easy with dream well, and get more done with liquid focus. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. House of Cards is brought to you by PartyPoker.com. Why go to Atlantic City or Pennsylvania? Pay for gas, pay for parking, fight the crowds. You can play the same games online anywhere in the Garden State. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Start playing and start winning some cash at nj.partypoker.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the founder and commissioner of the American Cornhole League, Stacy Moore. Tell us about the American Cornhole League's events themselves. Are they single player? Are they teams? Tell us how these events are set up. Yes, we have uh, primarily we have a singles tournament and doubles tournament similar to, to what you would find in, in tennis. Uh, we also have a, a team format that we call a crew cup. That's a four-person team. Uh, we do another team event. Um, called the World Cup at our World Championships that has 16 players on a team. So one of the cool things about Cornhole and, and what we're doing with the sport is we're creating a lot of different formats, uh, both team and individual, singles, doubles, and team formats that are that are a lot of fun for people. And, and I've seen your prize pools, and they're amazing. T- tell us something about what the players can win if they do very well in these events. Yeah, so uh, our minimum publicly guaranteed prize pool for ACL Pro players uh, is five hundred thousand dollars. Whoa! Uh, to uh, to date, within our um, within our league season to date, uh, we've paid out over one point six million dollars to to cornhole players all across the country, um, and that's at a variety of different skill levels. So, um, you know, we do pay out at our other tournaments for advanced players and competitive players. And uh, so, yeah, we, we expect to cross the 2 million threshold here this season pretty easily within the next month or two. You know, certainly what we see on television are some of the top cornhole players in the world. But if someone wants to get involved in competitive cornhole, how do they get started? I mean, do you have amateur events? Are there collegiate events? How does one get started in the world of competitive cornhole? Yeah, so you go to iplayacl.com and you find a local director in your area and you sign up for one of those events and that's the best way to get started is uh, to go out and and start playing against these players and and see where you're at skill level wise. Uh, And we have a ton of players that, you know, they don't have a desire to become professional at the sport and that's great. They can still go out to their local leagues and have a lot of fun playing in, in ACL events, but there's a path for anyone that wants to become a professional cornhole player, it starts at the local level. You play in our season, in our system for a season, and you can earn enough points to qualify to, to be a pro player the next season. So uh, we have multiple ways that people can qualify to, to become a pro. And, uh, and so it's all about finding, finding the right path for you. I have to tell you, one of the great resources for Cornhole is your website. I mean, when people go there, what can they expect to see? Walk us through some of the features of your website. Yeah, so not only, obviously, you can see information about our events coming up and our pros uh, from the national level, but it has a directory of all of our local directors, our local events that are going on. You can find events in your area. 
obviously rules of the game, uh, the equipment guidelines. That's something that that's really important. Um, there's a lot of, I would say, could be some misconceptions out there about levels of equipment uh, in the general public. And so uh, we set the equipment standards for the sport. Uh, so we designate uh, equipment levels as ACL Pro, ACL Competitive, or ACL Rec, so that consumers out there can know, um, you know, if they're buying an ACL Rec product, they know that that's not the level of equipment that our pros are playing with. Uh, but if they want to play with the best, then they need to look for the ACL Pro mark on any cornhole equipment that they buy. Um, and so we don't like it when people are out there peddling what we would consider to be a rec product that that uh, that performance-wise is, is not up to standards to what people see on television. And so education on, on the equipment market is, is, is definitely one of the great things about our website. You know, one of the other things I learned by looking at your website is that you have something for all skill levels, which is a very rare thing for a competitive sport. Do you think that one of the attractions for Cornhole is that you can begin to play and get better and rise through the ranks to possibly become a very competitive player that actually possibly earns prize money? I mean, that, that's so attractive for a lot of players. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone can play, anyone can win, and, and we do have a prize money structure for the different skill levels, which is pretty cool and I yep. think unique for casual sports. I don't know, like I, I grew up as a, as a tennis player and I take a lot of what we do from tennis, but you know, I wasn't, I was out there playing in local leagues and things like that, but not looking to make any money. I was just doing <laughs> it for fun. Uh, but people are play are able to play in local league events as a competitive player, um, uh, and still maybe win a little bit of beer money, uh, through in local leagues. Uh, and that sort of thing. You know, so it's, it's pretty cool. You know, also on your website, there's a link for the ACL Digital Network. What is that, and what can people expect to see when they go there to the Cornhole Digital Network? Yeah, so um, obviously our main events are the ones that we're putting on ESPN and, and CBS. But around that, typically our national events are two- to three-day events where we're playing Cornhole 10 to 12 hours a day. Uh, so – a lot of the lead-in matches, you know, the earlier stage matches leading into into the finals, um, you know, we will stream on, on our digital network. Um, and so people can follow along the action live. Usually we'll have up to – we may have three different – three to five simultaneous feeds going on during the early rounds. Um, so, so people can tune in and watch – all sorts of players and watch their journey towards the finals, which is pretty cool. And then we're doing some content, some educational content about how to improve yourself, your skill level, um, you know, doing some shows and just general insight on the ACL or upcoming season, what's coming up, talk about statistics of our players, who the hot players are, get into some of our player backgrounds and things like that. So you're going to see more specialty shows coming out from us on our digital network here in the near future. I also noticed that you have something called the World Cornhole Organization. What are your plans to make cornhole a global sport through the WCO? Yeah, so, yeah, the WCO is 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 a nonprofit that we've established to become the International Federation for the Sport to make cornhole an Olympic sport. Um, so we've done um, three world championships so far through through the WCO and and we've had players from as far as Australia come over and compete 
And so cornhole is in the really early stages of, of international growth, but we believe that it's going to take off quickly. And uh, our goal is to aggressively make it an Olympic sport because I think people will enjoy watching it as, as an Olympic sport. But in order to do that, we've got to get it uh, firmly established in, in other countries. Now, over the past year, what has really hurt the sports industry has been the pandemic. How has the Cornhole and the American Cornhole League weathered the pandemic, and how has Cornhole adapted to this new environment for sports? Yeah, we were we were fortunate to pivot during the pandemic uh, because we our sport has some natural social distancing to it just by yep. the way the gameplay works. So that ended up working out in our benefit with the way that we were able to adjust our rules and convince ESPN that we could be the first live sport back on television. And so we're coming up, I think, uh, on our one-year anniversary here here in May where we set on a, uh, a seven-week uh, journey across the country during the pandemic and did uh, you know seven four-hour shows on ESPN main network with essentially what became the pro shootout format that we're doing on CBS this year. So, so what we ended up pivoting to during the pandemic uh, ended up evolving into this uh, ACL pro shootout that, that's on CBS here this summer. What are some of the upcoming events that we should be looking forward to from the American Cornhole League, and where can we see them? Yes, yeah, so we, uh, we have our bag brawl uh, on ESPN <laughs> coming up April 30th through May the 1st, you can check out that action on on the ACL Digital Network, ESPN3 and ESPN and ESPN2 during that weekend. Uh, and then May 15th is our first uh, ACL Pro Shootout Qualifier in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, and that will be on CBS Network and CBS that weekend of uh, May the 15th. And then uh, June the 4th from Mohegan Sun will be our second ACL Pro Shootout, on, again, on CBS Sports Network and CBS. Stacy, we're running out of time, but can you tell people how they can find out more about the American Cornhole League and keep up with the events that you're holding in the future? Yeah, just visit us at uh, iPlayACL.com. You can, you can integrate with all of our social channels and our ACL Digital Network from there, and I appreciate everyone tuning in and watching and becoming fans of Cornhole. Stacy Moore, founder and commissioner of the American Cornhole League, thanks so much for coming on and telling us all about this great sport and how we can watch it and bet on it. It's an incredible sport, and it's only going to get bigger. So please come back on and keep us updated on what's next for the American Cornhole League. Anytime. I really appreciate you having me. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and 
six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gamer Report for the week of April 19th, 2021. New Jersey gambling regulators reported an 80% drop in profits for Atlantic City casinos due to the coronavirus last year. Gross profits for the casinos in 2020 amounted to $117.5 million, falling nearly $594 million from the prior year. Atlantic City casinos closed between March and July last year, reopening at only 25% capacity over the following months. Two riverboat casinos in the Midwest have sued scientific gains alleging fraud and antitrust violations. DraftKings at Casino Queen and the Casino Queen Marquette both allege that Scientific Games, owners of the Shuffle Master, fraudulently created a monopoly through sham lawsuits against competitors to control the market of automated card shufflers. According to reports, the value of the market for automated card shufflers is about $100 million per year. And finally, the World Poker Tour has entered the non-fungible token business. The WPT announced a partnership with Theta Labs to create the world's first real-time NFT marketplace. Fans of the World Poker Tour can now visit wpt.thetadrop.com to purchase or bid on via auction NFTs depicting legendary moments from the World Poker Tour. Sounds like a fun thing to check out. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HFC Radio. You're listening to House of Cards. The answer is probably uh, we're finished. What, we're what, given, what are the we're given odds? Very, One in a hundred? What, what? Uh, I don't do odds. We would. I gave very detailed. You sir. House of Cards, Dave Weish, out with you. You know, sports betting has become popular in the U.S., and people want to know what's going on in the sports books across this country. So executive producer Doug Weish, is back with the book report to tell us what's going on in the sports books across the country. Doug, what do you got? And welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of the book report, where we talk about the different state and national sports betting numbers. We also talk about whether or not there's been records set or not, or no records set. We have deals to talk about, legislation, both state and national, that we talk about for sports betting, as well as uh, launches. And um, we'll start off right now with some national sports betting numbers. Uh, the national handle for February was just 282000 Dollar short of the four billion dollar mark. Yeah, I guess we were all waiting for Illinois, and uh, I, I guess everyone thought it, it with the Illinois numbers it'd be over four billion dollars for the handle. But Illinois it, let everyone it, down. It just fell a little short. Uh, Illinois came in with their February sports betting numbers at five hundred nine point eight million dollar in handle, which led to the two hundred eighty two thousand dollars shy of the four billion dollar mark. They had a record January in Illinois, but their February was terrible. Okay. Relatively speaking. I mean, $509.8 million handle is nothing to sneeze at there. But, again, it's one of those things where they were hoping to get another consecutive month at $4 billion. Did not happen. And, honestly, with February 
with the Illinois removing that in the mobile registration, going back to the in-person registration. When, when does that start up again? That started this month in April. Okay. See, we're talking. We're in April, but we're talking February because Illinois releases their numbers. Yeah, yeah I know. Two months later. So. so, so in Illinois, what you're telling me is now, in order to complete your registration for online sports betting, you have to go to the physical sports book. We're back to going to the physical sports to book now. to that. You okay. can actually start the process on your phone. Yeah, yeah. But you have to go to the casino. It's just like Nevada. Okay. Uh, let's see. Other, uh, let's see. Well, Rev- they they want people coming through those doors. Yep. That's what it is. Online wagering accounted for over ninety six percent of the overall handle in February for Illinois. Revenue of thirty five point four million. Win rate of just under seven percent. Uh, taxes brought in five point eight million. That's state and county together. Uh, the uh, the one thing I noticed in if you take go back to the national side of things, Illinois is now the number three state in terms of February handle. You have New Jersey with 742.9 million, Nevada with 553.8, Illinois comes in at 509.8 million. The other yeah. big state rounding out the top four was Pennsylvania with 509.5 million. Okay, makes sense. So, again, this is everyone is looking for this $4 billion mark. Came close again. I, I guess you can probably say that was a, a very good I, I really I really think you're going to get it in March which with March madness going on I, I think you got a really good shot well you got remember four billion everybody's February numbers were affected by the Super Bowl in January because most of the betting for the Super Bowl does occur in January yeah and what the Super Bowl was the second or the third in February exactly so you know but uh those are the February numbers came close uh, again, New Jersey led everywhere in February for handle revenue revenue New Jersey brought in 46.2 million Illinois was second for revenue. And over for taxes, New Jersey came in with $5.8 million for the state, Pennsylvania 5.56, Illinois 5.31 million, and Oregon rounded out the top four in taxes for okay. February, right. 2.68. Uh, March numbers, we had two states reporting their March numbers, Iowa and Oregon. Um, Oregon took it on the chin in okay. February. Uh, their handle their handle for March was down almost 19% from February to 24.05 million. Now, this is for March? This is March now. Okay, this is for March. Illinois always throws everything off when you're a month yeah, behind with yeah. everything. But year-over-year uh, year handle in Oregon was up 15%, but like I said, it was down almost 19% month-to-month. Uh, revenue, $1.37 million, down almost 50% from the month before. Mm, okay. Uh, win rate of 5.71, second lowest all-time for that for that state. Um, let's see. Top sports: basketball, fifteen point fifteen million; soccer, two point seven six; hockey, two point oh two; mixed martial arts (MMA), one point oh six; and tennis, one point oh one million. First time table tennis has not broken into the top five for a state for Oregon. Interesting. I know Oregon, like Colorado, they love their table tennis. So uh, I'm well, surprised that's season? off the. I don't. I have no idea. I, I don't know if there's a table <laughs> tennis have season. No that's, idea. That's that's still. You know, swirling around in my head there. Average bet was thirty-one dollars, thirty-one dollars forty-three cents, and total bets placed was about seven hundred sixty-five thousand. That's the number of bets placed. Iowa came in with a really good month in February, one hundred sixty-one point four. So this million. is February. I'm, I'm sorry. See, Illinois skills for screwing me up. Uh, March sports betting handle of one hundred sixty-one point four four million. Mobile handle was about eighty-six percent of that total handle. They came in with about one hundred thirty-nine million in the online handle. Uh, the handle overall, total handle, was up 12.4% from the month before. They came in with $13.45 million in revenue for the month of March. Uh, March revenue was up almost 75% from the month before. So they did a great job on uh, revenue. 
Hold was 8.33%. That's almost three points higher than, than uh, February. Um, kind of interesting that Oregon went down. Every, a lot of other places went up for March, too. So uh, kind of interesting numbers there. The one, th- one other note, I saw this for Colorado. And this was in terms, uh, a lot of different media outlets were reporting this, the tax revenue. The projected tax revenue for the fiscal year starting July 2020 to July 20, uh, to June 2021, because we're coming up on that. Mm-hmm. The projected tax revenue for the state was somewhere between $9.7 million and $11.2. They are now, after March, at $4.5 million in tax revenue. So I would say they're not going to hit those projected goals. Probably not. So it was kind of interesting. Again, this is another you know projection. Most of them don't even you know are realistic. They 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 perfect vacuum kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to just a couple launches. Uh, it's actually being reported by a bunch of different media outlets that Superbook is now going to get the third Metal Lands license. Really? So that's the rumor right now. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. That's what's going all around. Uh, Superbook. I like Superbook. That is going to be interesting when football season rolls around because they're the ones that do that huge football contest. Great. I love that. So I don't know if they're going to be able to do it in New Jersey, but they do do it in Las Vegas. A lot of people do it through the proxy services that are out there. So it's it's going to be kind of interesting. I wonder if the the Vegas numbers or the Nevada numbers for that Superbook contest would be effective if this actually happens. I got to tell you, I, I hope New Jersey uh, gets it because I always uh, love the pictures and I love the stories coming out of that contest. So, uh, you know, I, I hope uh, I hope Superbook does come, number one, and I hope they bring the uh, the contest with them. Well, let's see what happens. I mean, they've been talking about coming to Jersey so th- for quite a while. So this would be Meadowlands, right? Meadowlands. They okay. join, they join uh, FanDuel and uh, PointsBet. Okay. So uh be interesting to see. I mean, that, that's a great combination. By, by the way, I have, a, up there. I have a phone charger from Superbook. I think we met them at the uh, I forgot ice, where the Ice North America. Yeah, in Boston. I, yeah, it was, it was a convention. They had the <laughs> Jay Cornegay. The, the great thing is they give all these uh, things, these knickknacks away, and one was a phone charger, and I, I, I love this phone charger. So uh, they have a customer in me just because they have great phone chargers. Well, another big launch. I guess you can call it a launch. Uh, TransUnion, you know, the credit agency, sure, has announced they will be doing a subsidiary called TransUnion Gaming Services. Okay. So it basically it's identity fraud, protection, uh, uh, other credit services for the gaming industry. Great. They're going to help police everything you know, with the sign-ups and making sure identities are proper. There's no uh, leaks of identities that, Great. for people registering. So kind of a unique little thing to see going on. That's a, that's a B2B kind of thing, not a B2C. You may not even see it as a consumer betting on some of these things, but... Uh, it's once, good to know that they're there. Exactly. You know? That's what that's for. It's protection. Uh, also, let's go over to legislation. I know we're going to talk about New York, but let's hit the first state to legalize sports betting in 2021, and that was Wyoming. Yes. Wyoming. Uh, welcome to the family, Wyoming. Uh, it, it, I was actually surprised they were the first ones to you know to actually pass sports betting and get it, get it going. Well, I'm because, glad they did. I mean, uh, it, I, it should be interesting to see what – their favorite sports to bet on in Wyoming is? Well, they are mobile only. Mobile only. No okay. retail. So they're more like Tennessee, right? They're more like Tennessee, more like what uh, New Hampshire is. No, not New Hampshire. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Virginia. Okay. With mobile sports betting, all that stuff. Um, they're going to have mobile wa- wagering only. You're going to be able to do professional, college, and Olympic sports. Great. Great. 10% tax. And let's see. I want to get my notes right. $25,000 application fee. And a hundred thousand dollar license fee to cover five years. 
That's they, if you want to be an operator in there. They are among the lowest in the country. They certainly so are. <laughs> they are looking for business. By comparison, uh, I know we're going to talk about New York in a little bit, but uh, how much is New York application fee for twenty five million? Twenty five million for New York operators. So, well, uh, I, I still, I'm still confused about New York and hey, how that's going to work. Uh, yeah, but. I, I'm looking at this Wyoming thing. Am, am I looking at this right? The legal wagering age is eighteen. That's correct. Wow. Okay. Fourth state, fifth jurisdiction. To allow 18-year-olds. Okay. Montana, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, and D.C. are the other ones. Okay. To allow 18-year-olds and older. So uh, they're going to have a minimum of five licenses, no max, no cap. So you're going to see Wyoming actually almost be like the Wild West again, you know, where you just go. uh, There's going to be tons of uh, sportsbooks flooding that market. Great. They're hoping September 1st. So September 1st. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, That's fast. It's very fast. I mean, but can, you can know, be done. Can be done. Sure probably can be done. Yeah. No. Because if it's online only, only, I think it can be done a lot quicker. And uh, would you say September first, which September is a 1st. great time, right before NFL. Yeah. Right before NFL and college football. NFL great is time. always NFL is always the target for these yeah, uh, states because yeah, I know Connecticut is trying to do that as well. I don't know if they're going to do it. Speaking of New England, since I just mentioned Connecticut. Uh, Maine has reintroduced another sports betting bill after the other one got vetoed. I have a feeling that's going nowhere, but we'll see. I don't know. know. New New Hampshire is doing very well in uh, with sports betting, so maybe that might spur on Maine to really get going in their sports betting industry. Well, right now, the first bill, uh, SB 1352, is just for mobile that don't have to be tied into any of the casinos. Untethered. Mm-hmm. I know there are two other bills that are that are just introduced recently that are tethered. You have to have a casino partner. Mm-hmm. But this one is for untethered cas- online casinos, online sports books, I'm sorry. 10% tax, uh, $2,000 license fee for retail, $20,000 license fee for mobile. So, again, cheap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maryland uh, changed their sports betting uh, classes a little bit. They've got an uncapped license uh, structure now. Uh, the There's a whole bunch of different classes. They, they made room for small businesses and minorities as well as looking at having the stadiums do um, every day instead of just game day, which is good, which I uh, which I like. <laughs> but I think <laughs> which the, is smart. The important thing is the uncapped, yeah, because that is going to expand that market significantly, and especially since they made a small business exemption or a small small business class for people to apply for, that allows probably a lot more competition against the big time uh, sports books sure. in the state. Now let's hit New York. I I, I am just shocked at the way New York came out with this, to be honest with you. It's I, I got to tell you. It's I, kind of a mess, but it isn't. You know, it's it, one of those, It, it I seems don't know. like it's changing every day. We're seeing more developments every day. I mean, we're recording this, and in probably in a couple of days when this comes out, <laughs> there's going to be new information that's not in our discussion. But, you know, it's, uh, it, it's fascinating to see how this is evolving and how these terms and what people think should be doing in New York is, is coming about. So well, the very important, The important thing is it, it takes its uh, lead from the New Hampshire model, a main, a main platform. But New York is doing two main platforms with four skins each. Mm-hmm. Insert your own joke there. Uh, $25 million uh, licensing fee or application fee. As compared to the 25000 that you have to pay for Wyoming. Yes. So in, New York, in Wyoming, it's 25000 In New York, it's $25 million application but fee. But if, if you think about it, the reasoning is you'll make that $25 million up quick sure. in New York sure. with that population there. Sure. Um, but the tax rate, you may be seeing these two platform providers paying 50% of their of tax rate. Which is enormous. Which is what DraftKings does up in New Hampshire. Yeah, I mean, that, but, I, I mean, that's but it, the, it's big, though. Yeah. That's big. That, that's what Cuomo was seeing. 
when he, when they were looking at trying to come up with this, most of the uh, legislators wanted the open bidding process, multiple licenses, that sort of situation. They didn't get that. They got two licenses, two platform licenses. Okay. And, uh, again, it'll be interesting to see how this evolves. You're right. This is just starting. Yeah, I, I think this is going to evolve. What's happening right now might not be what the final – situation is with regard to sports betting in New York, but uh, this is a fast-moving story, and uh, it's it's a very interesting story because once New York gets sports betting, I think that's a game-changer for a lot of things, but the number one media market, it'll probably be one of the top sports betting markets as well. Again, you're going to have to see who gets cut out. Sure, sure. And again, uh, the Meadowlands may be the most affected by this in New Jersey. You know, I don't don't know. You know, a lot of People want to go to a sports book to watch a game, and that really in the New York City area, that's the only physical sports book there. Yeah. I mean, I, are they planning on building another sports book in the New York metropolitan area in New York? I don't know. Maybe. They, they may get a New York City casino out yeah. of this. I don't know, but they've been talking about that for a while now. But again, I, I, I read reports where some developers want a Manhattan casino, which I, I can't see that happening. I mean, the the traffic is horrible in normal situations in New York anyway. Can you imagine throw in a uh, <laughs> throw in a casino? Well, safe to say this is the developing story. Yeah, yeah. Put it at that. And last but not least, let's hit a couple deals since we're running short on time. And again, if uh, we haven't hit upon a story that is in my notes here, we always put up the entire book report on our blog. Go to TurnpikeSportsRadio.com, click on the blog button. You'll see the stories we're talking about and some stories we haven't talked about on the blog itself. Two Two deals. Better View, which is a content, an odds and stats content provider company, mm-hmm. they did a deal with Bolero, which runs bowling lanes across the country. All right. Also, Bolero is also, I think, part owner of the Pro Bowlers Association. I've been watching bowling a lot. I mean, I, I kind of been enjoying it. I, I like the graphics that they have now on this side. They can show the where the ball is going and how it curves and the angle and degree it hits the pins. I think it's amazing now with bowling. Well, they've done a deal with Better View where when you go into the Bolero branded lanes or whatever they're what they call them because they have like three different types of lanes under their company umbrella you'll be able to get betting stats wow okay on their tv systems good good that's from better view um maxim has entered the sports betting and i casino industry maxim the magazine. magazine maxim magazine okay the men's magazine the men's lifestyle magazine whatever you want to call it they did a deal with carousel group to launch maximbet.com okay so uh, we'll see when that launches. They've been talking about it for a little while. Uh, nothing set on when the actual launch date is going to be, but they are talking about possibly a state like New Jersey having it first. Hey, great. Because Carousel is already licensed in New Jersey. Oh. We're working on their license. I would certainly check it out. And one last little note. Uh, Scientific Games did a deal with BetSwap, which is sort of like PropSwap, but you incorporate it into the sportsbook itself. Oh, okay. So you can actually put BetSwap. The PetSwap enables people to sell their betting slips okay. between each other. All right. And that'll be incorporated into the Scientific Games sports betting platform. Interesting. Wow. So uh, that's it for this week's uh, book report. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards. Just follow
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.